Episode 22, Accidental Perspective. Welcome to Episode 22 of The John Becker Show. This show is going to be a little bit different than anything I have done before because I am completely unprepared for whatever I'm going to say. I don't have any notes. I don't have an outline. And I'm just going to wing it today because uh, this morning I received some perspective uh, accidentally that is driving my entire motive and focus for today. So I'm going to share with you what all that means coming up after this. Our quote of the week is pretty simple. It simply says, sometimes you need a slap upside the head to remind you of what's really important. Now that quote is not brought to you by any great thought leader or anybody famous. It's actually my own quote and I just created it here on the spot because that's kind of what happened to me today. I received a rather uh, stiff slap upside the head that reminded me of what's important. And I'm going to tell you about my morning in a moment. As I record this podcast on Monday morning, I always do my podcasts on Monday and then release them on Wednesday. It's currently about 11.30 local time, and the past four hours of my life have been a real whirlwind, and I received that stiff slap upside the head that I needed just a couple of hours ago. When I woke up this morning, I was in a grouchy mood, and that happens sometimes. I'm one of these people who I'll have a dream, and it'll just... You know, if it's a negative dream or whatever, or a nightmare, it just kind of puts me in a grouchy mood. And I had one of those dreams last night. I had this dream that my mom, who has been, you know, she's been with the Lord now for uh, almost 14 years, but she was in my dream and she did something that I didn't like and I was yelling at her. And then I started yelling at one of my daughters and made her cry. And I woke up feeling like kind of a, kind of like a a lousy person. I know that our dreams are, uh, you know, kind of the outpouring of our subconscious sometimes. And I didn't always have the greatest relationship with my mom. So I was just kind of in a grouchy mood. I felt bad that even though it was only in my dream that I had made my daughter cry. And it was my oldest daughter, Kelly, by the way. So if she's listening to this, uh, she'll get a kick out of the fact that uh, I yelled at her in my dream and made her cry. But anyway, that's irrelevant. I woke up in a really lousy mood and I did not want to be in that lousy mood. And I had a lot that I wanted to get done today. I was focused on recording this podcast. And um, I have a number of other things that I need to do today in order to get my week off to the right start. And so I just, I sat in the shower for probably 20 minutes and just let the hot water um, roll over me while I was just trying to think and get my focus right. And it just was not working. And so I, I know that I need to be in the Word regularly. So I went and I did my devotions and I I dug into my Bible, and that started kind of soothing my my mind a little bit and helping me to get my focus right. And I took out my planner, and I began writing down all the things that I need to do. I I have some business goals that I am still trying to achieve this year, and I need to focus on some of those. I need to uh, set up an interview with the guy who's going to write the foreword to my new book, And I have some things I need to do for my online classes at the university. So I had my day all planned out. And then at 8.57 this morning, I got a phone call. And it was a phone call that I did not recognize the number for. 
And I'm my wife and I are skeptical whenever we get phone calls like that where we don't recognize the name or the number because, like many of you, we get a lot of spam phone calls. So I answered this phone uh, call rather skeptically, expecting that it was some kind of marketer. But it was a lady who said, um, yes, is this uh, the father of Sarah Becker? And I said, uh, yeah, it is. And she goes, your daughter's been in a car accident and she's okay, but um, I stopped to help her. And she told me that my daughter was okay, so I didn't panic. Um, but I said, is she able to talk to me? And she said, yeah. So she handed her the phone. And I started talking to my daughter, Sarah, who was in tears. She she was in a pretty serious car accident. Um, fortunately, there were no other vehicles involved. But as we're speaking, it's snowing here in northwest Indiana, and it's a little bit slippery. And she was on uh, Indi- uh, I-65, which is a three-lane highway running north-south between northwest Indiana and Indianapolis. And then it continues on further south. But she had just left the house 15 minutes earlier. I had seen her pull out of the driveway. And right after she got on the expressway, uh, she hit the rumble strip on the edge of the road, uh, drifted a little bit too far, and hit that rumble strip and spun out and hit the median pretty hard. And she said she almost hit a semi and that there were cars flashing by her on the left and the right. And she came to rest in the center of the three-lane highway. And of course, because it was snowing and a little bit slippery, vehicles were going around her. They weren't able to jam on the brakes or anything like that. And so cars were flying by my daughter on the left and the right while she was sitting in her car with, uh, you know, pretty heavy damage. The car is likely totaled. I haven't had a chance to call the tow truck um, company yet. I'm going to go over there today. But then this good Samaritan, um, this woman named Kristen stopped and she went up to the car and was able to calm Sarah down. I heard her telling her, it's okay, honey. Everything's going to be all right. I'm getting a little emotional. It's what I do. I guess I should learn to embrace my emotions. You know, I have struggled with this for a long time and I've I've told my wife about this, but you know, your stereotypical man's man kind of guy is not that emotional guy. He's more stoic and keeps his feelings in check. That has never been me. And um, in, a, in a moment of uh, therapy here, let me just confess to you that it makes me feel sometimes like I'm not a man's man because I get emotional like that. And I know there are a lot of other guys out there who struggle with their emotions and keeping them in check. And you know what? God gave me these emotions. God wired me the way that he did. And I shouldn't, um, I shouldn't be ashamed of that. So I need to work on that. It's something that I am working on. But if there's any other guys out there who struggle with uh, being emotional sorts like me, you're in good company. So anyway, I heard this woman talking to Sarah and uh, through the phone and about that time um, a police car arrived on the scene and then an ambulance got there. And I asked the uh, the woman who asked the police officer what hospital they'd be taking Sarah to, and they told me a local hospital, St. Anthony's Hospital in Crown Point. And so my wife and I sprung into action, and I was going to drive up to the accident scene and 
see if I needed to do anything in terms of getting the car towed anywhere or whatever. And Kate was going to go straight to the hospital. And so we, we left and, uh, in our separate vehicles and I got to the entrance to <laughs> I-65 and there was this huge traffic jam. And of course I realized in that moment that of course there was a huge traffic jam because just barely a mile north of that, uh, on-ramp, was the accident where my daughter had uh, hit the guardrail and was stuck in the middle lane. So they had shut down the highway for a little bit. So I just took the back roads. I decided to go straight to the hospital. And we actually got to the hospital before Sarah did. And, um, of course, I'm sure you can all tell just by the calm demeanor of my voice that Sarah is doing okay. I still don't know all the details yet, but um, I know that she has a uh, has had x-rays this morning. I just actually this moment got a text from my wife, so you're getting this live, um, that uh, it looks like her spine is good, and they're taking her out of this uh, neck brace that they had put her in. But they also did um, x-rays on her hip and her leg, and that's what she is, uh, what we're waiting for right now is the results on that. So we are kind of in a holding pattern right now as we wait for the results on Sarah's hip and her leg. And I'm, she was able to walk on it. So I don't think probably anything's broken, but she's in some pain. She's probably in more emotional pain than physical pain because she has just had the worst luck with this car over the last six months. She bought it and the engine uh, went bad on it. The timing chain blew up and she had to have a new engine put in and <laughs> And then the timing chain on that second engine went bad. They had to have a, another engine put in. Of course, they paid for that because the engine they initially replaced it with was under warranty. But Sarah has just had the worst luck with this car. And now it's totaled. And she doesn't have the money to buy another car. She's a full-time student. And so, yeah, um, this is going to be a test of her faith. You know, being a 19-year-old who doesn't have a ton of money anyway and is trying to find her way in the world and learning what it means to be an adult and to experience these things, that's hard. That's really hard, and sometimes I forget um, what it was like when I was 19. But anyway, here's my point. I had awakened in a lousy mood. I spent time in the Word with God and... My mood lifted and I was feeling a little more optimistic and I had my day all planned out. And then I got a phone call. And that phone call could have been a lot worse. That accident could have been a lot worse. And it wasn't. And so everything that I have on my schedule for today has suddenly taken a back seat, as it would for any parent out there. But it reminded me of the fact that... Uh, our perspective on life can be so limited sometimes. You know, we will think about things that we deem to be important, and they might be important, but they're not the most important thing in the world. And sometimes we put too much value on things that don't matter. They really don't matter. You know, one of my friends this morning, um, one of my wise friends texted me when I told him about the, about the accident. And, and she said, uh, you know, you can replace cars, but you can't replace daughters. 
And she's right. Can't replace your kids. That car, you know, every car I've ever owned has eventually ended up in a junkyard somewhere. But you can't replace your kids. When I was at the hospital about an hour ago, I told Sarah that. I said, you know, you can replace cars, but you can't replace daughters. And even though she was in a neck, a cervical neck brace, and she had needles in her arms for IVs, and she was in pain, she kind of laughed at me and gave me this look. And I knew exactly what she was thinking, because Sarah is one of eight kids. She is one of four daughters. (laughs) And the look on her face, I could just tell, was one of those looks where, where it's like, well, you know, you have three other daughters. But you know, as parents... Every one of them is unique. Every one of them is precious. Every one of them is valuable, and you cannot replace any one of them. And I made sure to tell her that and remind her of that. And she knows. She knows that uh, I absolutely adore her, and um, I don't care about the car. None of us care about the car. We just care that she's okay. So I gained some perspective today through my daughter's car accident. That's why I'm calling today's episode Accidental Perspective. It's a shorter episode because as soon as I wrap up this episode, I'm going to hop in my car and I'm going to drive to the uh, auto yard that towed my daughter's car. I've got to kind of dig through the car and see if I can find her glasses and her cell phone and anything else that might still be in there. But the most important thing of all is that the stuff that I have on this list that I wanted to get done today, it's all just going to move to tomorrow. And I can get it done tomorrow. But I can't take care of my daughter tomorrow until I take care of her today. And I'm grateful. I am so grateful to God for protecting my daughter. By the way, uh, this is not the first time that any of my kids have been in bad car accidents. My oldest son, Jack, was in a really serious car accident on I-65, the same highway, about 11 11 years ago. He hit a patch of ice and spun out, and he was hit by three semis. And I am not exaggerating. He he spun around, he did a 180, and he was hit head-on by two semis, one on each of the front quarter panels, And that spun him back around, and he was hit in the rear end of the car by a third semi. And he walked away from that accident with only a scratch on his forehead. It was a miracle. My son Matthew was in a very bad car accident where he was rear-ended by a semi-driver who was not paying attention. Matthew was on a local state road, and he was getting, uh, he was behind a car that was turning, and so he was at a stop. And this semi rear-ended him at 55 miles an hour. And if anybody had been in the backseat of Matthew's car, they would have been killed because the back of the car was crushed all the way into the back of the driver's seat. Fortunately, Matthew was by himself, and um, he was banged up some too, but he was protected. My son Andrew hit a deer once. That's never fun. I've been in my own share of car accidents. But I was reminded this morning uh, when I got home, God has protected my kids, and I pray that he continues to do so. And that's really all that matters. You know, the the business goals that I was hoping to accomplish today, the uh, things I was hoping to get done around the house as my wife and I get ready to remodel our family room, those don't matter. They can be done anytime. So I'm grateful that I was reminded today of what's important. I'm grateful that 
God spared my daughter, Sarah. And I'm grateful that I've got a, a, a better outlook on the day and a better perspective because I know what's most important. That's all the time we have for the John Becker Show this week. I know it's a shortened episode, but that's because I am going to hop in my car and go see how my daughter is doing. I hope you'll tune in next week where we're going to be talking more about uh, what's going on in my life, uh, the goals that I'm trying to achieve. I'll have an update on my daughter, Sarah, and how she's doing. And I'd love to hear how your goals are going. I'd love to hear what's happening in your life and the things that you're chasing after. You can send us a text um, message at area code 219-765-7826. You can also uh, add me to your Voxer account if you have Voxer. That's a great way to communicate with me. You can find out about that at voxer.com, and I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. So until next time, my friends, I hope that you have a great week.